Hello, everyone, and welcome to Steel Blade Showtime. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Derek. Derek, how you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. You know, I, I realized because of one time, unless we go back and edit my reactions in in post, we cannot say, as always, I was not there the one time. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot about the time. Except for the one time. You're a liar. I know, I know. <laughs> As most times. <laughs> With almost a singular always. exception. Almost always. But Derek, you know, we got a new uh, new hero this reveal. We got technically two, but I only care about the one. I'm, I'm super interested in both, honestly. But you got to do something with Vincent, though. You got to take a card out of your hand and you got to put it somewhere. What is our place called, Derek? It's called the Banish Zone. That's right, the Banish Zone. Make sure you check out thebanishzone.com because they sell TCG singles, boxes, uh, tabletop games. They have all your needs right on one website. Make sure you sign up with an account so you can start earning rewards. It goes live on the 24th. So in two weeks, they are going to go live. And are you, you've got to have your accounts up and ready, so that way when it goes live, you can go on there and get what you need right away. And right there. Emily, that's the date of their first 1K, I yep. believe. Which we will be attending and have giant targets on our back, and I have been given my deck. Oh. I'm curious to find out what yours is. I have not received mine. I'm trying to convince him to give you Leviathan. <laughs> I'm like, just give him my Leviathan list. That, that'll that end up with a bunch of people getting a lot of packs, which is fine. Uh, it is not going to be a challenge, though. <laughs> I, I do not know how to run Brute. <laughs> I heard you. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, I've been given my deck. Uh, I'm not going to say who it is. I'll tell you after recording. Um, I want to kind of keep it a secret for everyone else. No uh, teching against us. <laughs> no. But in the right hands, it's a good deck. In my hands, we'll see. We'll say that. Perfect. Um, so yeah, chipbanishzone.com. Located in Warnersville, PA. Not only will they have the website, they also have a brick and mortar store opening on the same day. So, if you are nearby, stop in, say hi, talk to the friendly people. Uh, not there's we got Nigel, we got Tanya, Jeremy, Josh are the I believe the four owners, if I'm correct here. Um, all great people. Uh, make sure you say hi. Be like, hey, heard about you on uh, Steel Blade Showtime. You know, I I don't know. Don't really say that. Um, you're you could. just good. I mean, yeah. But they're they're friends. I don't think you get anything out of it. I don't. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll leave a couple stickers there and be like, "Hey, anybody mentions it, you want to hand them these stickers?" Um, I figured out the prize for Riley. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's We're gonna he give. He's getting the HP one blitz decks of Bravo and Dory signed by us. That's not really the prize, but I'm still trying to think of it. <laughs> 
<laughs> you came in so hot, like you had it. You I know, I it, and then you said it, and <laughs> it was like, it's a terrible prize. Um, but for I no actually, entry cost, and I'm detective. You can just rip off the plastic, and our signatures will be gone. You'll have two HP one decks. But yeah, because I actually just recently upgraded the second place winner from the um, Pro Tour because it took me a little bit to be able to get the box and ship it. Um, or get the money to ship the box, basically. Uh, I upgraded him. It, he was really chill. Uh, never, you know, bugged me. You know, it was really cool about when, you know, I was like, hey, I just need a little more time. So instead of getting 12 packs, he got a whole Outsiders box. Neato. So there you go. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you really win. And sometimes you just listen to a cool podcast. It's always a win. It's a win for everybody. No third place would ever got picked, so I don't know what we're going to do with that. Maybe I'll give the six packs to Riley and tell me he has to play flip it or rip it with it. <laughs> there you go, Riley. I'm getting you six packs of Outsiders. You can get to play flip it or rip it. That's your prize. So I heard you played uh, Reinar on Friday at Al, and I want to know. Just, you know, just a quick convert, uh, like, blurb about it here. How did that go? So we were doing the uh, the new format, the precon blitz, like sealed. Now we decided to do HP one as our format, which uh, part of the way they balance the decks is pretty interesting, uh, since this is designed specifically to be balanced each other against each other for this sort of sealed format. Uh, we noticed a theme among the uh, equipment cards. Now, the one deck I didn't get a chance to take a look at uh, is Kano, so I don't know if that follows the same uh, pattern, but everybody had uh, two pieces of Arcane Barrier uh, and one Battleborn equipment that I saw, which meant the uh, the Brute, which I played. By the time I got there, uh, there were only a few decks left available to pick. I was picking between uh, Reinar, Bravo, or Dorinthia. And I went, you know what? I, I think it's time. Time to try on the old brute hat. And and let me tell you, that deck sure does exist. Uh, <laughs> I was talking a little bit about the, the construction with Chad. Uh, afterwards, because Chad came down, uh, one of our, our resident Reinar experts. Um, for one, it was fun to play. You sort of had to play this Reinar tempo-based, because uh, you couldn't rely on, I mean, for one, Scabskins. But for two, uh, when we counted out the cards, there are 14 non-sixes in Oof. a 40-card deck. Ooh. <laughs> um, now, it, it does include uh, Red Pulping and Red Wild Ride, uh, which was pretty cool for when those turns popped off. But, you know, it is... It's not a great deck. Like, there there wasn't really any go again. There's no... Like, like all of the attacks were six power, which was cool. But there was no cheeky, like, Scarf or a Scars in there or or anything to just, like... You know, some of the things that, that I've seen in some constructed Reinar decks, uh, which is a, a few ways to get non-sixes out of your hand, whether that's E-Strikes to bury something, um, or 
you know, I've, I've even seen people do trade in uh, to discard something and trigger a uh, uh, either discard a non six or discard a six to trigger intimidate to push yeah. some damage. Um, there were there were no sneaky tricks like that that made you go, oh, so this is the kind of stuff you can do with Reinar. It was a very by the books mediocre Reinar deck. <laughs> Uh, I, I did end up going uh, two one and one with it. We did a four round. Um, I won against a. Uh, I, I won against Chad on Reinar, and then against. Uh, I think his name was Jacob on Bravo. Okay. Uh, I lost to Viserai, and I tied to Viserai. Who see Viser? If I was able to go, Viserai was the one I wanted to play. Who were on the right. Viserys? Uh, that first one was Sam, uh, and the second was, I believe his name was Brian. Uh, I'd only seen him around once or twice before, um, but hopefully he'll be around more. A newer player, but it was it was fun, and you know, it, it was really gratifying seeing the the slow realizations as the match went on of, oh, this is how Runeblade lines play. Because uh, that, that was part of the, the thing that got us to time. He had never touched Runeblade before. Okay. Had to figure out Viscerai's hero power, had to um, like figure out what in this weird construction of cards actually works. And the answer is not a lot. Um, the thing that Viscerai deck does have going for it, though, is it is on two red and two blue, uh, Belittle and Minoism, respectively. I saw that in the, like, the list. It doesn't have Mavrin Skies in it, too. Uh, only blues. I mean, still. Yeah. I also saw it has meet and greets. Um, does it have Sutcliffs? Yep, I it forget. has Sutcliffs, Iron Weave, and Crown of Dichotomy. I was looking at it. I was like, it looked like a decent list. Regardless. Out of the equipment, the it looked like the Rune Blade got out the best on equipment because they're one of their pieces of Arcane Barrier, the uh, the Crown of Dichotomy. You know, you only need that second Arcane Barrier when you're going up against Kano. Yeah. Um, so in that matchup, you just don't break it. Um, but in the in everything else, the only other time you need it is against Viscerai. So you're more than free to break that, which gives you one extra slot of flexibility than uh, the other classes have. So, so was there a lot of like newer players at this event, or was it a lot like a couple newer players and a lot more like you know of like the regulars? Uh, it was mostly new, um, mostly regulars. Uh, coming out to try the format since this is going to be part of the skirmish season coming up, um, which is a real interesting decision. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I believe some of the uh, the the newer players. I know one of them. What did they say? They went to guild prior. I always mix up if it's the York or the Harrisburg one, but one of the ones down there. Um, 
so they're not like like none of the players were fully new to the game this mm-hmm. week. Okay. Which you know is it's what we were hoping for, but we also didn't really have time to advertise it. Did this shot out, you know, I think it was maybe Monday or Tuesday that we went, yeah. okay, this is the format we're doing. I'll just like that's one thing is like you know, there's a cool format, and you know, I understand people want to get the practice in for it coming up, but like, this is a format I feel like should get you know, you pick a day that's a little bit further out and you just push it, saying it, you know, where we all, you know, I'll go, Hey, this is the day, let's try and get you know, new players in for this, and then we just we take it like us as the community and we just run with it. So that way, anybody who's even looking at it goes, hmm, you know, that does look cool. They can yeah. see it and come out. Whereas, you know, it's nothing against them. You know, I understand they want to try it. Now, you know, they see how it works. You know, maybe, you know, get more of the pre-cons in and then be like, hey, you know, in July, end of July, we're going to have this event. Try and push for new players to come in. And then we just yeah. take it and run with it. I, I think that would be a phenomenal thing to do. Um, and I, I think it was good that we like got the the hang of it. You know, now we know the balance. We, we can give some advice on what's going on. Um, I, I do think for the new player one, it might be a good idea to do the, uh, the Outsiders one so they don't have to worry about Arcane. Um, because the, the Kano in there... <laughs> Uh, and the viscerai in there really throw things off for newer players. All right, so we take the Kano and the viscerai's out. That would leave a, a very strange pool, but you know, I'm I'm not against it by any means. I don't know. Kano's also someone like I like to try. I know Jason said he was having fun with him. Yeah, that Kano deck was like pretty decently built. Um, some of the things I was surprised to see it included was a energy potion and a potion of deja vu. Yeah, that's. That's really cool. Um, and the other thing I think would be cool is like, all right, so you know we pay ten dollars for the armory, and we you know they had you know they we brought they brought every people brought their own precons for it, you know maybe hand out like three HP ones or three outsiders to whoever picked what those decks were, and then make it like a you know armory plus where you know you can upgrade, you know we can show them how to like. If, you know, swap, like, upgrade the decks if needed. Oh, well, you know, here's this cool piece of equipment instead of having to play this, you know. I think that would be a lot easier to do with Outsiders because the HP1 decks, um, you would get far less for your class. Um, yeah. That's what I was like, I was looking, I was like, you know, we could give them Wraith. Wraith is expensive now, and we don't have Arcane, or we don't have Arcane Rising anymore, so... Yeah, but, can't do that. You know, if you did like, if it was a, you know, a, a a setup where we could source Arcane Rising reliably and cheaply, then I think that would have been a, a phenomenal idea. Anybody who's got any of the the Arcane Rising heroes gets a couple packs of that. Um, but I, I think as is, unfortunately, that that idea only really kind of works with. Um, with the outsiders packs, I was going to say the but other we're thing. We're doing we... it with some of the other uh, things, like if we did it with Aria or if we did it with Monarch. Yeah, um, that would work great. Uprising, well, no, Uprising. Yeah. So you only have two. I forgot they only. Yeah. I keep. Mm, 
it's so, so but, frustrating like, in hindsight that they didn't put Icelander in it. I know she's more complicated, but and, and the other thing I guess we could do um, is you know some of us older players that have ran through like history pack. You know, there's obviously there's good cards you can pull out of it, but we could also be like you know everybody pulls together like of the of return like us you know maybe take the um entry fee and get a so there's 10 of us i think it's like i think it'd be like what 10 to 12 would be needed get a box at history pack and then might be able to give all the newer players like three extra packs so that way if you're doing a history pack you at least get six packs you know, you still might not get a whole lot, but you're getting more than you would with just three. And it also shows them, like, everything else as well, too. Yeah, it gives you a good taste of, like, what some of the potential staples are. Yeah. And, you know, some of the cards in there are just not good, but, like, there's some good staples in it. Yeah. You could do it with Outsiders, too. But, like, also, like... I get it, you know, Outsiders are is what, six? Because you got Azuri, Azalea... Katsu, Benji, um, Riptide, and Arachne. Yep. But you're limited to three classes there, which is the only thing I think kind of stinks. You are, but it also kind of makes it simpler when you're learning the game. True. You don't, you don't have to go up into this matchup and go, all right, what in the world does this new class do? Because, you know, if you sit down your first matchup in the HP1 and it's like, Dash versus Rhinar. Cool. Okay, you can get an idea of what's going to happen. You can put together a strategy um, and and slowly figure it out. If you then are, are on the same one and sit across the table and one of your opponents is Kano now, you go, okay, so I am just incapable of blocking all of the damage you throw. Yep. You will leak things. So what is it worth it to block? And now you have to learn that. And then you can put it together on Viserai, but yeah, I if can you're up see, against, I see your point. If you're up against just okay, ninjas are going to have to play stuff in order. If you've played against Benji and you've played against Katsu, you have the same kind of idea as to what's going to be happening. Just you know, you get to Benji. look at the card and go. Oh, so that's going to be the difference in how this deck is going to play. Oh, I can't block this because it's Benji. Right. Oh, I, this is Katsu. I can block this. Yeah. Also, did you know that uh, Just Press Play sells Flesh and Blood packs and the Precons? I did not. I didn't either until I walked in this past week. They got any good packs? Uh, up basically the last up four, three sets. Three. Okay. That's just fine. Yep. Only eight precons they had though was outsiders, so it makes sense. Those but, those precons, I I feel like are are harder for a store to stock because they're not going to move often. But it's still cool to see that. Um, so I'm gonna drop a little hint here. We might be soon adding a third co-host to the podcast. No names yet, but they have been informed. They will be coming on, you know, when the time is right for them to, I'm going to call it a ply for the job. Um, now, it is an unpaid position. Oh, yeah, very unpaid. Um, you get paid in happiness, that's what you get paid in. 
<laughs> and exposure, you know, it's always great for your brand. You just, you know, just a little exposure. Oh, and they'll get their uh, hero as a chibi included eventually with a mug. Nothing yet. Nothing set in stone, you know. Um, got to work it out. We're hopefully moving the recordings to sun Saturday nights as well. Just to, you know, a little insight into the background of what's going on. Um, this is where we're at now, which is also why I wasn't late tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it I gives was me... already awake, baby. <laughs> Don't have to worry about... Uh, you know, you still have to worrying about you being late because you're you. But we don't have to worry right. about you waking up on time. We have to like, worry more about me now not falling asleep. <laughs> when I'm late in the evening, it's by like 10, 15 minutes, and I can give you notice most of the time. When I'm late in the mornings, like really late, it's because I've slept in, and I, then you might think I'm dead. <laughs> so it's an improvement. There's been times like my wife will walk out here and be like, you're doing your podcast? I'll be like, no, I'm waiting on Derek. And I've just got this man sitting, waiting. Watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Plotting. Um, so many plots. So yeah, um, we got that. Um, eventually, I plan on getting Arachne and Leviah chibied with uh, tankards added into the Steelblade Showtime. Eventually, we're just going to have the whole bar full of everybody in chibi form. Which I am here for. Or may- maybe we'll have them all knocked out by Valda standing in the center. The real dream. But today's episode is a little off the course. Obviously, we got Vincent and Prism. Uh, don't want to. Di- I don't want to dive into them just yet. Mostly because we don't have a lot. We have their hero powers, but we don't have much info else regarding them. Right. Like all, all I really want to talk about with them is like one. I, I'm excited for the the base consistency that Vincent appears to have. You know, you it comes at the drawback of the core hero power being mandatory banished from a hand, which I did not catch at the start of the turn. Or at, at the jeez, I'm awake clearly. Uh, like when I first read it, uh, I did not notice that it was. At the start of your turn, you do banish something. Yep. Um, which is rough. Because uh, so. it means even if you keep a four-card hand for any reason, you are playing a three-card hand unless you banish something you're able to play from banish. Um, which... So, I mean, is Seeds legal now that she Seeds became legal when Jane went away, right? Correct, but it does need to build banned in Blitz, because Chain's still there. Well, I don't care about Blitz. I only play CC, so that's all that matters to me. <laughs> I'm like, alright, so I can run nine Seeds of Agony. That's fine with me. I you do can. not care. It's the question of, is that actually a good idea? Is whatever ever, anything I do ever a good idea, Derek? Yeah, I mean, some of it. Fair, fair. <laughs> <laughs> probably, I mean, honestly, the reds and the blues, probably, most likely. It, it really depends on, on what her good cards are going to be. If if there are a decent amount of two cost, um, you know, two two cost attacks, then the reds might be worth it to run. But if you are more consistently seeing yourself with, um, you know, a, a deck that is off of one and zero cost attacks, 
then maybe you only run the yellows and the blues. I mean, I, I think it's probably still going to be good to run them. Um, but if your reds don't have many targets, plus it's um, two or less. You know what? You're right. It does say two or less. So the blues is actually so blue is technically the worst because it says cost zero, but right we have um so we have the bounding demigod which you could play, you know you can literally just banish that out of your hand at the start of your turn and then play it in next after seeds and it comes in for plus one. So the bounding demigods that you know cost zero that always are all that can play with the seeds. Um, I'm thinking like ghostly visits, rift binds, you know, where you, I've had times with chain where I've looked at my hand and been like, I really would wish this rift bind was banished, not in my hand. Right. But rift bind does lose a little bit of its heat this way, because part of what made rift bind so good in chain is, you know, let's, let's say you banished six things with your pile of soul shackles, rift bind yeah. among them. And you can go ahead and play like four of those are non-attacks, all buffing Riftbind, and then you might have more in your hand itself. That's part of what was the the absolute gas for Chain. When I was when I was drafting him, that's what made my turns killer. You know, being able to do a you know, I think I did a, a Riftbind for nine at one point. Nasty. Um like part of that was stubbies. I had Warmonger's recital, two of the I think it was two, one or two of the um the seeds. It was it was pretty disgusting. Yeah. Basically went after half their life in one turn. And that With was one the card. end of a chain. Like With one I, card. That was the turn that I went, okay. I need to not block and go ham this turn, because I don't think you're presenting much. And it paid off, you know? But I was up against uh, I was up against Bolton, so I was really, really praying that they did not have that, that Courage of Blade Hold, which they didn't, so it, it paid off. I would hope they wouldn't have a Courage of Blade Hold, because that's in Crucible. I, did, I said the wrong... Courageous, <laughs> courageous Steel Hand? Is that the one? Yes. Yeah, the, we go. Uh, the plot, the one that the boost. Warriors got to stop being so courageous. <laughs> like <laughs> Derek's way, Derek's very awake tonight. I am in the ether, my man. <laughs> Dude, I feel it. I was laying in bed before this recording, going, "Oh my gosh, am I gonna make it?" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really hope they didn't have courage of blade hold because they'd be cheating. Honestly, and especially if I like if that was in their hand, that would be extra cheats. <laughs> All right. What was your so what's your other point that you wanted to make on the new heroes? Do you remember? The the other point was regarding Prism in that we really have no idea if that's going to be a good hero power or not, because a ton of it relies on uh things we're unaware of. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I did realize, though, which I'm, I, I I'm not sure if they planned this in advance, uh, but uh, if y'all don't have copies of Amnesia yet, you should pick them up. Yeah, because it turns off the uh, the heralds Car card with herald in its name. Yeah, 
Uh, and I, I think that's pretty cool. The, the other weird thing I want to do for potential Blitz Prism like this, um, I'll, you know, of course, depending on what figment is and how expensive it is to awaken things without that hero power, uh, there's a card that like rarely sees any play, to my knowledge, called Soul Food. Oh my gosh, the other yep. card is getting bought out right now. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Because Min Max literally posted something saying, here's a code called Briar. Stop buying soul food. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, so I am on to something. Other people are thinking the same thing I am. Oh, no, it's still at four. No, it's a dollar forty nine plus 99 cents shipping for the lowest, for a first ed normal. That's the lowest one. Okay. Ace. Yeah, I you know, you get turn zero, and you play that, and you go, cool, I've just put three heralds into my into my soul. I'm going to go ahead and find three figments, put them on the field, you're go. Yeah. Because she's got to have something to push her through being 16 life. Yeah, you know what happens? The thing that I realized, like, after I told you, is like, I don't know, Vinsec seems kind of meh right now. Obviously, right now, meh to me. That's where I'm putting her. She's on the same level of Riptide, which I found a fun build for Riptide, so I can't yeah. say, you know, he's he's not that... I don't know. I don't want to say he's not that good. He has potential. Like, he's gotten top at a couple of events. Yeah. Like, there, there is a way to play him. He's it's just, just his sideboard has to be so tight and well-packed. So He's it, the it, worst of the Rangers. A little bit, yeah. He took Azalea's spot. But at the at the same time, I, I'm going to double-check, but I think Riptide already has Living Legend points. He does, yeah. He so, did, like, that's, he, that's way better than Azalea. <laughs> yeah, Azalea has more now, but yeah, it took her how long to get him? It, it took them making a set with like intent to improve Azalea, <laughs> like tar like targeted intent to say Rangers needed something. Please, please play Azalea, please. And who knows? We might get something really cool in the next set for this next upcoming set for Riptide. So I, I think we will, because so far the the spoilers we've seen have all been, almost all have been specializations. Yeah. So, one thing I so the thing I realized after I woke up and I sent this message to you, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my God, Vincent is an angel killer." Yes, because you can make one of your rune chants unable to be prevented, so it fires off, not being can't be prevented at all, so it's guaranteed to hit, and it's gonna pop all its angels on the way there because all of those ward effects will still attempt to trigger against it, which is insane. So will they prevent the next, the rest of the like rune chants and stuff? Nope, because they are going to pop trying to prevent that rune chant, and then the the rune chant's like new targeted ability with Vincent, uh, will say that reduction is turned to zero. It it prevents it effectively prevents zero damage. Okay. 
you know, Van Brace might actually be good against uh, his prism too. Yeah, it'll Jeez. be okay for everybody else. Yeah, trying to find a reason because this is like old him gone now. I'm I'm scared honestly for July to roll around. Part of the thing with Van Brace is it's not going to be that great at at current with what we know because presumably this one probably won't be making as many spectral shields. And that's but what the it was angels. good for. Uh, but the angels, all you got to do is leak one damage. And yep. then you kill an angel, assuming there are no spectral shields. Unless so, you've been set, so... Right. Uh, and I've, I've said it before, and I will say it again. Uh, Azuri will also probably be pretty decent against it. Uh, because your your resident prism may say, "I'm not going to block that," and you know it's just it's just an infect that you're sending, and then you swap it in, and what's that sneaking behind it? It's malign. Damage can't be prevented from this. <laughs> Don't and um and the um oh my goodness. But, um, are you thinking Rangers have the yes. fire grapple? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking yep. of. Thank you. Yep. Outsiders did a lot for uh, messing with prevention effects, which I dig. And, you know, uh, Dorinthia is also an angel killer. Because... Oh, yeah, her new new specialization. Heck, yeah. Now, granted, Dorinthia is a lot harder to do than, you know, uh, any of the others. Because you can run Rainbow of Merkmire and malign if you're mm-hmm. really desperate to kill angels uh, and Vincette just has it baked into the power as long as you have a rune chant which you will because the, the hero banish is mandatory and you get one mm-hmm. and play a shadow non-attack action uh, and then any attack which if you're using the flails you don't need to have a hand remaining you can just go Sure, I'll lose a life to shred four angels. That sounds great to me. But I mean, you, Azdori, you can also just start, you know, you can do the Dromai thing and just start farming the angels and building up Dawnblade. Right, right. And it's pretty fun in that, uh, you know, it's it's a little bit awkward the way that their, their health is uh, and the fact that, like, Prism in anything but Blitz, assuming the adult one has the same hero power, they're just gonna side out all their angels. Yeah. And say, all right, it's tall Harold o'clock. Let's go. <laughs> and then Dorinthia's screwed. Um unless, you know, Dorinthia also warps her deck to include poppers, which, you know, it's 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 one of the things that I I hate in the format. Like it, it that illusionist says you must run these cards if you want a shot against us. Yeah. Basically. Fun fact: Amnesia is now up to two dollars. Oh dang! Buy them quick. <laughs> I mean, it's shot up a dollar already. So. Yeah, like people are hedging their bets. It's already a decent card against Illusionist in general because it's a six. Uh, yeah. But at the same time. Uh, the new prism will be able to run Parable of Humility. So you need sevens and possibly eight power things to pop uh, attacks if you don't handle that spectra. 
Yeah. I hate Spectra. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got the new. We'll obviously, we'll get a little bit more into them when we get more stuff from Dust Hold On. We right. can sit down. I don't know if we're going to do a set, re, you know, talk like we did with Outsiders. It might just be like we did sit down. I build a Vincent deck. He builds a Prism deck. We don't. I, I'm, you, you don't want to build a light deck? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like your expertise would be better there. Yeah, possibly. Maybe we both build. I mean, we're obviously we could both build them. Yeah, we build if a, there's only two heroes in this set, which I expect there will be a couple more. Yeah. Um, then it's super easy for us to build both. All right, sweep that away because you know we're not we're not there yet. Today, this idea was given to me by Riley a couple weeks ago. I believe what he said is to go through each hero and you know figure out what lane they would play in. League of Legends, because a bunch of us have or pl do play League. Um, I'm trying to start a Steel Blade Showtime team, but none of us ever have time to play. <laughs> um, did a little something different. Um, me and Derek have picked teams. I, I say picked, but we have. Um, we, I'm assuming we have a general idea, but we're going to be drafting them. So once that hero comes off the table the other person cannot choose them. And I want to I want to ask this for clarity. Uh if someone like for the heroes that have multiple types of themselves like Bravo like, okay. and Star of the Show, uh is picking one scooping all versions of that of that person. Yes. Because okay. I will if I'm going to go with it the way I believe so if I'm looking at this in league terms, Showstopper would be the regular and star of the show would probably be like the sixty dollars skin. That's fair. Yeah, uh, I understand completely different here. You know, it's the same hero, completely different abilities. But for this, that's we're gonna say it's just a, he's just a skin for League of Legends. So, or he was a rework, one of the two. But it's the same person. Um. So we uh, before we got on in the. Uh, started recording. We random.org, you know, put our names in, random it. I rolled a seven on two d6s, so I randomized it seven times, and I have the first pick. Uh, Derek, are you ready for my first pick? Let's hear it. All right, so I, you don't have to go in order of, you know, top jungle, mid, ADC support. You can just go wherever. Um, with my first pick in the jungle, this might surprise you, but I'm taking Shiana. It does not surprise me because that's who, who I was going to pick for that role. Yeah. In the jungle. <laughs> so I stole that from you. Yep, 100%. So I'm just going to send this. There's that for now. Um, I'm going to copy it, paste it back, and then. All right. You're. Uh, am I, so I picked her for the jungle because she can just basically morph into whatever you need. Right. In, in, in the lore, she copies anybody. You know, it's, it's not just, you know, a target opposing hero. Yeah. So. Like my thought process, and I, I'm thinking this is the same for you. Uh, could it, in league terms go, "Hey, I'm going to look like this other hero that's on the opponent's team." Walk into lane from the jungle and go, "I'm here for backup." Jk, because yeah, some people like don't look at the name; they just see the hero walking in, and they go, "Oh, that's ours." Well, no, it's Shiana, and you're gonna you're gonna die now. So right. yeah, so and, I've and figured... other games that have done this. Um, 
will also have you copy that that username as well. Yeah. Yep. 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 And so that would probably be her alt. Um, but also I put her in the jungle because I feel like she could also be a top. And depending on if my pick for top gets stolen, they could probably fluctuate between the two. But Derek, who are you picking first? Now, see, that that <laughs> changes things because Shiana was also going to be my first pick. So I I think my next uh, is probably going to be. Hmm. <laughs> you have really thrown a wrench in my plans. <laughs> come on, uh, come on. I, I'm like, this is a top tier pick. We if we go tiers in League of Legends, she would be S tier at the top. Probably right. also one of the hardest champions to play, but S tier if in the right hand when in the right hands, she's kind of un, like once she starts rolling, she's rolling. You gotta go. You gotta be like, dang! Now I gotta look through all the heroes. I gotta do here. thinking now. I was like, there's <laughs> no way you're picking Shiana. Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that puts my uh, my hero pick is going to be what lane are we going in? I, I think we're gonna go in for uh, top lane. Okay. With Ko. Okay. I can uh, honestly, you know, I respect the pick. He wasn't actually he wasn't on my list, so. There's the updated it's one. Like, my my thought is, uh, is going to be one of those like counter picks, right? Yeah. Where where you're expecting your, you know, your opponent's looking to play the long game, and you can harass them out of it with a, I'm I'm assuming, you know, he would have a lot more RNG in all of his attacks. You know, maybe he presses his Q and it's, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a pebble at you. And maybe he's rolling a boulder down. Uh, you know, he's he's a good pick for top because the only thing I'd be worried about is how tanky can he get. That's the only thing I'd be worried about. I mean, that's that's one of the, the great parts about uh, about League of Legends item building is you can build them to be tanky in all sorts of ways. Fair. That is very fair. You don't you could build yeah because I guess you know you think about set he builds. Kind of tanky with a little bit of damage added on to each tank item. And next thing yeah. you know, you're getting two punched. And like his native ability has him healing. So like that yep. that's what True. helps him stay in the top lane so long. Yep. And you build him to heal more. Uh, and he just sits there and crunches at you. Always be crunching. <laughs> so I, right. I, I like it. I like the pick. Uh, I'm going to go down to mid lane for my pick on this one. Alright. And uh, I'm picking Kano as my mid laner. Shocker. <laughs> um, to, when I'm looking at this, it was down to two from my mid lane. Um, and Kano reminds me a lot of Brand. And I know Brand is more of a support character now, but I feel like Kano's more damaging than Brand. And having him in mid lane 
could be just devastating if he start if if your Shiata can get him steamrolling, or if she just copies him and comes in and all of a sudden there's two Kanos coming at you, could be right. terrifying. Right. So, did I just pick your mid laner? No, no. Okay. Uh, although you were very on brand for what my mid lane was going to be. Is your uh, mid lane? Uh, I think a. Is it Icelander? Uh, no, it's the Emperor. Oh! oh! Dude, hold on. I, I I don't have the Emperor on my list. Do you want to make that your second pick? Or do you want to... Were you planning on picking that next? Or do you want to, like... Oh, I mean, I, I am not a wise drafter in any game. Um, so I'm, I'm just making it my second pick now. All right. Oh, that'd be fun. That's a fun mid lane. It's like I, I'm always a fan of in, in any game, like having someone that breaks the mold a little bit. Yeah, and a, a little bit of like that that powerful arcane mix because you'll you'll have your pokes, but also a, a hero like the Emperor, presumably would be able to be a little bit tankier. Like obviously his health in a. He's dead. What do you mean he's going to be tankier? Right, but he wears <laughs> the he wears the warrior equipment, but True, he throws arcane yeah. damage. Is yeah. is my thought. Um, so you know, help you get a little bit extra of a bruiser while still having some potent burst damage. Yeah, and and you know, I I think his alt would just be command and conquer. Yeah, <laughs> G- give a just massive stun. I I think is probably how that would translate. Maybe a silence effect. So we kind of got like a brand versus I'm thinking like an Akali or a Katarina type. Sure, person I, I definitely remember those. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like every mid laner I'm thinking of is like you know they're wi- like wizardy, and then yeah. Akali and Cat are the ones that get up. They come up with things. They burst up in your face and they burst away before you can really get much on them. So I don't know. I mean, maybe. So we got the Emperor, so we're two picks down. Um, who do I want to go with next? I th- think I'm going to go ADC on this one. And I'm, I'm going to pick Dash. Alright, seems good. Seems That's, good. Honestly, I was like, who do I want to pick ADC-wise? Um, I don't see Riptide being an ADC. Azalea, maybe. And Lexi, maybe. But I feel like Dash has more of like the chip damage where you know like if you pair her if you're pairing her with a good support she's just going to be bursting people down like she's basically like a jinx kind of like i put lexi as like ash i have no idea who azalea would be and then dash would be like jinx basically let's see and think wh- where I should put my pick next. That's let's let's try to play this smart-ish. You've got support and top left to pick. So which which things of those would I like to remove from the equation? I don't think you're gonna take my top laner. Um, I mean, I'm assuming your top laner's Typhanus. That would actually, I completely forgot he existed for this. <laughs> so, um. I'm changing the format. <laughs> nope. 
So yeah, you're gonna have to have Pettis. Oh no, I don't want that. I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to like pick him out from under you. Oh, I don't uh, have him, so I'm not changing my right. top lane. Um, I I believe my next pick would probably be uh my jungle as Azuri. That's honest. I like it because I figure she's got longevity. Um, and with the you know stealth obviously printed on the card, a lot of the uh, jungle heroes have some good like mix-up stuff, which Azuri usually has like crowd control packed behind it. Yep, crowd control. Um, not only crowd control, but like kind of like a bleed effect, like Darius would have. I would think. Yeah, probably. Where you get hit and it puts like a little bleed effect on you for like two seconds. The more you get hit, the more it stacks up to like five. Maybe her alt like does something. If you have like five, it does something like insane where like you can recast it like Darius's does. Mm. Either that or like a like a silence stapled to it. Oh yeah. If you have like five stacks of poison, you're just silenced. Stunned. Get blood rot trapped. <laughs> See, so would Riptide have his abilities based off like the regular traps, or would it be based off his three specs? I mean, I'd feel like they'd probably be based off specs, at least some of them. Like, I, like, I figure probably an actual play, you. He wouldn't have all four of his abilities be traps. You never know. Like they might do that. I, I think he would. I think he would be one of the hook people. Finally, have a use like swing that anchor, kind of like Nautilus. Swing the anchor, pull him to him. Like if you pull him into a trap, it has like a bonus effect. Right. League of Legends hire us right now. We can design or or no. Uh, LSS Hyros, we can design this game for you. We'll we'll make you a MOBA. Let's go. <laughs> just it all we want in fashion. I promise. Literally, easiest paying job ever. Just give us a case. We'll be happy. Case. No, I'm more it. than that. Nope. <laughs> all right. Go with my support next. You want to take a guess at who my support is? I mean, I'm I'm thinking your support's either Therion or Yorick. No. Not at all. Again, one, I forgot about them. And two, <laughs> my Do support... Do you not have, a, like, just, like, all of the heroes open in front of you? No. I've literally written this down, and I'm like, if he do- if picks anything, I'm about to reopen it. And so <laughs> far, I'm good. Um, My support is old him. That's fair. Uh, he can freeze you. He's, I feel like he's uh, the support that I main, which is Braum, where yeah, he kind of freezes. He'll one to one. He defend. He'll like his one ability freezes him. Maybe like throws the whale at him, freezes him, and then it starts stacking or slows him, I guess. And then it stacks up like Braum's does, where if you get four basics on that person, they get frozen in place for a second. So it's not like an instant freeze, but. You know, if you get frozen, you're get, you're kind of you know screwed, especially right. in team fights. Um, I feel like he uh, he's obviously not hopping anywhere. He's old, so um, but he has a shield, so he can like probably 
do like Braum does, throw the shield up to defend. Um, his, you know, Braum hits the glacier. I feel like uh, old him would probably bring in like a freeze storm in an area or like on a person, like freezing them. Take give us a little damage, freeze them as a freezing them in place. Um, but yeah, he's my support. Not a bad support choice, and like especially I... with dash, insane. Yeah, high speed and a and a lockdown tied together is a very deadly combination. Also, I have Shiana, so she could become old him. You get all two old hims. Exactly. Maybe his like other ability would be more like um. Instead of Brahms, where he like jumps to the person, maybe it's like a steadfast ability, or like old him has like that war knowledge where he's able to he act. It's like a passive where he gains a little bit of shield to his health that he's able to take a little bit more damage. I feel like that would fit pretty well with the Earth side of his aspect yep. that very few people play. Yeah, because <laughs> ice is just very very good. Yeah. All right, you got ADC in support. Oh, I, I highly think. doubt you're taking my top lane in one of these two. Well, I'm going to go with my ADC next because it's the only one I'm thinking you might possibly take as, as top lane. Uh, and it's Viscerai. Uh, because it, in the lore, all of the rune chants are reflected as like tiny lightning bolts, basically. Yeah. I was thinking about him when I saw... When I was looking at the heroes, I was like, ooh, Viscera could be a good ADC. And then I saw Dash, and I was like, nope. Yep. Dash is very iconic. Um, but I I also had to think of my... Uh, my, like, ability power damage versus my physical damage when I was thinking about my list. So I figure if my mid and my, my ADC are both mixed damage types or or could be built either way at the least uh, yeah i mean while i'm over here with one ability power based person i don't know shiana could possibly be ability power based i can see <clears> it <throat> she can include wizard spells so or like maybe it's like she built can her base stuff is like ability power but if she takes over someone with like yeah it's just like her stuff scales, so like whatever she takes, oh, whatever she takes over, that ability just like swaps to what that their ability would be, kind of thing, to whatever scale ratio they would have. Right. Um. Ooh. So, am, am I I'd changing give... your pick suddenly? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I want to. Do you want to give one last shot at who my top lane is? It's Yoji. No, it is not. Oh, <laughs> it's Leviah. Also fair. I could. I had to include her in the list. Um, like I said, I feel like um, she could be. You know, her and Shiana could switch if needed. But also, probably. like there's tentacles. I probably. I feel like she could be. Um, oh, I don't even remember her name now. But there's the one late. There's the Kraken lady in League of Legends, or like as you're like Ilyao or something like that. Ilawi. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. When you're standing near the wall, like she spawns like a Kraken tentacle there, and then like they just base off her. So maybe Leviathan does that with like a demon tentacle. 
I can no. see that happening. So we got Lavia top lane. And we'll recap. So who is your support? Well, my support, I've been a little bit torn on, right? Because I I have been thinking about, like, Yorick is probably a, a phenomenal support. Um, feels like it would be a very good pick for me. Um, you know, it would probably function similar to, what is it, Sona? Yeah. The um, one that plays the keyboard. Yeah. Heals, gives you speed boost, does a little bit of damage. But the other thing in my head is the the other one that I'm I'm torn on. Can you guess who it is? All right, can you at least give me one of this? Is it promo or regular hero? It's a regular. All right. Um Let's just not narrow it down. <laughs> Uh, Cavdane. They they were in consideration, but I. Uh, it's Arachne. Okay. Uh, because I I'm one of the many heroes that I like to play. Uh, is Pike, who I I feel like could function very similarly to Arachne with, you know, you you get your contract, you say, all right, I'm gonna kill you. And yeah. then you pass off the money to your mob boss, Missouri. So Arachne's your pick? I, I think so. I, and also, like, always having, you know, same same as you had, having a slow effect available, or, yep. like, spider bites reducing uh, defenses would be amazing. Yeah, especially with, like, Viscerai down there. Right. Yeah, there's. I'm I'm picturing as being like the, just like a very naturally sturdy build, because um, I I didn't have any healing in my kit. <laughs> and I guess you didn't really either. No, not really. Like theoretically, Shiana could have some healing powers, especially being tied to Soul. I I hope that we see some of like these light cards have some extra healing effects. Because uh, I am I'm still hoping that one of the things that we see coming up here is a, a... without any class cards, presumably, but just like a light cleric. You know, oh, yeah. Give, give them the Icelander treatment of, yeah, you don't really have what you need to like make her shine, shine. But you can make some fun builds with them in the meantime. Uh, and if we have a few light cards that have a, a couple life gain effects on them, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. The one person I looked at and I was like, there's no way he's not He's not on either team. He supports both teams is Genus. I feel like he is the merchant that sells you the items you need to build. I feel like that would be a a cool option, uh, and maybe have a a thing where Genus can set up a shop. You can buy there, but money you spend there like somehow helps Genus. If you're if you're on the opposing team, I was just thinking he was like the merchant for both teams. Oh, just like like just kind of like neutral shop. Yes. 
So like when you go back to home, like you go back to base and you buy your items, he's the one you buy them from. Or maybe it's like one side's um one side's genus, one side's Cavdane, or one side's genus, one side's Kasai. Take your pick. I feel like it would have to be genus and Cavdane. Uh is not in the business of selling stuff. Her name is the Centauri Sellsword. Yeah, but she sells her sword for murdering people with. Fair, fair. Like, that is the mercenary thing. So, so she's selling you her sword so you can murder people with it. Yeah. That's that's instead of, like, but having... I don't picture her giving away her sword. She retired. Settled Maybe down and have a family. It's the worst shop in the game. You only <laughs> can buy a Centauri Saber there. That's it. There's no upgrade path. There's no... You want an AP build? No, you're not. <laughs> Here, you get the saber. Isn't that what you've always wanted? You came to my to my Centauri saber shop. I'm curious. So, you never know. She's in the bit. I'm like, who would we have? So we don't have, like, big bads. Obviously, because we don't have PvE. Would Dromai's dragons be the dragons? That's, that, like, it seems pretty likely that that would be the case. We could have ALS as the, like, the Baron. I, I feel like the, the Baron would be better suited as, uh, like, either Blasmafet or I've, the I forget one. they exist. Blasma. okay, you, so... You run it! <laughs> I, you know how many times I actually get to play it? I mean, against me pretty frequently, it feels. I know. Um, so, no, because they have the Rift Herald now. I don't know if you've played when the Rift Herald was in... Maybe. But the Rift Herald, so the Rift Herald spawns from basically almost start. Well, obviously, there's a little time to 20 minutes, which is when Baron will spawn. So maybe like Blasmafet's the Rift Herald, Ursers the um, Baron. Yeah, it would be on theme. See, LSS, we're literally making you a MOBA right here. We did it. We just absolutely didn't copy and paste League of Legends, we promise. You, you won't get <laughs> I mean, sued. Trust us. Isn't basically all MOBAs the same? I'd say there's some, some pretty significant differences in some of them. There's absolutely some copy-paste ones, just like just like with card games. You know, the, there's that whole like Disney Lorcana lawsuit thing happening yes. i i have i did not read into any of that i just know it's happening so like like it happens in any game development scenario right yeah. like you, someone's always going to say like hey i've got this cool new game oh this this sure plays a lot like insert literally any other thing yeah also all right so we'll make changes so they don't send the pinkertons after us it, we're not we're not dealing with Watsy. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make the reference. Um, yeah. LS, LSS, hire us. We'll make you a MOBA. Can we design? Can I design it? No, but I'll give you the base format. I'll. I can go through, turn every hero into, give them abilities and a passive. We can build weapons and stuff. E pods. Sure can all that stuff. We got them. LSS. Here's our pitch to you. And remember, thebanishstone.com for all your TCG and tabletop gaming needs. Link in the description.
Derek, you got any last words? I my my only last words will will harken back to the the spoilers we've seen for the heroes. Reserve your judgments because I I know the temptation is high to just look at Vincent and go she's garbage. We don't know that yet. There there are so many things yet to be revealed. It's like presumably a pool of shadow rune blade cards designed for her to shine with. Yep. Uh same thing with not knowing what figments and awakening is so you know give it time hold on to those hot takes and just have a good time it's a game yeah always first and foremost always have fun any closing words let's just say goodbye sure goodbye